Hello everybody, welcome to another Wednesday episode of I Do Games, of which there is clearly no plan anymore. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? I'm, I'm still set with my Monday chart show thing, and then more things. To be truthful, I, I kind of wanted to do a big opinion piece today, and I haven't had time to sit down and write something. So I'm just going to, I'm going to ramble at you. I have something in mind that's bothering me. And I, I know this is something that I've talked about a lot before. Uh, in the past, which is digital versus physical games. Um, I'm going through a crisis of confidence in my own rantings, which is something that does happen from time to time, and it's a sign of growth. And I'm, I'm starting to feel more... Inc- right, this is difficult, because I'm, I'm not... My position has always been, you don't own digital games. They are tied to a platform... In some cases, they are tied to an individual console on a platform with, with the 3DS. And they were, can go away. And we've just seen the Wii eShop be turned off recently. Uh, eventually, we'll see the Wii U eShop turned off eventually. And one day, we'll see the, the Switch eShop turned off. And all those games that I've bought through that sh- shop will just cease to be. Uh, which Which bothers me greatly. It really bothers me greatly. Uh, and yet I find that with the Switch in particular, when I'm in the middle of playing games and you're sort of comfy, you're on the sofa perhaps laying out, because that's that's the feature of the Switch. It's like, play anywhere you want, be comfy. Okay, I will. And you play a game for a bit and then you want another game. And the trouble is, is that that game is in the little cartridge box holder which is in the drawer under the television across the other side of the room. And I'm aware, look, you know, are we going to really despair over the whole, oh, you don't want to get up and get across the room to pick up a cartridge? Oh, poor baby. You know, we didn't used to have a TV remote as well. You know, things change, right? It's not a sign of of laziness. It's a sign of adaptation. And, and, uh, I find myself when I'm wanting that new game sort of sliding through what's on the Switch looking for something that I've downloaded digitally because for that portable console it it really seems to make the difference. For the PlayStation 4 it doesn't make any difference because, because that box sits six inches above its entire game library and it never moves, nor do its games. So... You know, if, if this was the PlayStation we were talking about, it'd be a different thing altogether. But that Switch, it's meant to move. It's meant to be in different places. And if you want to keep your games with it, that requires carrying it around your house in a case and that sort of thing, which is actually a pain in the backside. Maybe if you've got kids, but my stuff tends to not get smashed up or goo on it unless Alison's spilt something. You should see that PS4 controller. It's, it's sticky, but... Anyway, uh, and so I'm I'm becoming wary, not of physical games. Everything I, I've said about why I love physical games still stands. That is still very much a thing. Uh, but I'm starting to, to see more of the advantages of digital games. I think that's, that's what I'm saying. To the point where I feel that I'm going to buy more of them. Uh, This is also 
drawn out of a sort of mental rebellion against limited run games. Um, now, I, I don't mean that as a, as a criticism of them. I think they're fine people doing brilliant work. I adore what they do. And I have purchased many of their products and I, I endorse you doing so. Okay. But for me, uh, in, in the state of mind that I live in, the pressure of completing a collection of, of making sure it's all there is quite frankly a lot. And it, it, it's something I can live without. Right. And so that's why I've been, you know, you might have heard me on gaming news say that I'm going to apply rules to the purchasing of limited run games games. I'm not just going to get every single one that comes out, which is fine. And I'm okay with that. But to be honest, it's been nice just not worrying about buying them. And and now we're, we're reaching a point where like night traps coming out. Do I really want it? Do I really want to play it? Do I, do I need it? I've got it for the PS4. Do I, am I really getting one back at the man by owning night trap on a Nintendo console? I don't think anyone gives a shit. I think I kind of still want it though, but it's so much money. And what I'm eventually leaning towards the point I'm trying to get to is that Digital games, especially for indie uh, games, are so much cheaper. Like, so much cheaper. For big studios, digital games tend to be more expensive. You know, on the Switch in particular, and I'd, I'd definitely on the PS4, uh, full-price AAA games are 50 quid. I don't pay that for a brand new cartridge. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything to really be unusual that a, a Switch game was selling for over forty four ninety nine on Amazon. Uh, and they they usually can be had cheaper than that. And you, you have the option to get them pre-owned. And so do I, re, you know, do I really need, I don't want to get the big games digitally, but smaller games that go on discount. And I, I ignored them because I think, well, what if it comes out on a cartridge? What if I get the chance to spend more money on it? This game, I don't know if I like. I'm just so, I'm, I'm, I'm really conflicted because while I'm feeling this, my, my entire argument still stands, not just the, the, the downsides of digital games, but the, the pros of, of cartridges and oh, it's all still there. I just feel like I, I want to jump into the system a bit more because it's easier. And that concerns me. Is this a slippery slope? I mean, if I'm okay with not owning physical copies of games, how long is it before I'm just like, yeah, stream games. Yeah, I don't care. I don't ever want to own a game ever again. Am I even putting too much stock in worrying about owning games? I don't know. No, I'm not. I don't think so. No, I have to do that. Um, I've just taken, well, this week since I last saw you, uh, Thimbleweed Park on the Switch from uh, Limited Run Games and Sheltered Generations from Super Rare Games have arrived. Um, and they're, they're absolutely beautiful things. They're, they're wonderful. And I'm, I'm glad that I have them. But 
you know, if I just wanted to play the games, I could have done that months ago. And it would have been cheaper. And the truth is, I guess I'm buying some of these because there is a number printed on the side. And that's it. And that, you know, it, it, I know they're just doing marketing things. They're just selling games. They're not hurting anyone. But the 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 mental itchiness that it causes some people. And I'm not even particularly bad with things, right? In all of my mental health worries, there's never been an issue of OCD or, you know, any anything like that. That's never been in question, but... I I do tend to focus on obsessed. That's a feature of of what I do suffer from. But I I could do without this. So I kind of feel like at this point, buying digital games on the Switch is is rebellion against my own obsessions. It's it's almost like taking control. Have I managed to frame buying games as a form of mental health treatment? Is that the mental gymnastics that my brain has done here? Because suddenly it feels like that's what my brain has done here. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, so I can buy games again. But they're digital. so And that's easy because then they don't have to come in the post and have Alison see them. Um, it's also being prompted by this PC arriving. Uh, by the way, still effing awesome as a thing. Uh, it, it continues to astound me. And take up all my time and distract me. I mean, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm playing games. There's a lot of game playing going on. I'm streaming most, if not all of it, though. So if you want to check me out, take support, Rich, uh, on Twitch. Uh, I've been doing a lot of stuff. Weird times of the day. I tried, I'm tried. i trying to get it regular, like I've said. I realized that even this week, I've, I've picked a time when England are playing in the World Cup to do tonight. I'm not going to be doing that because that, that is an exercise in pointlessness. I might be playing on the PC, though, because I've just bought Planet Coaster because it's this week's Midweek Madness on, on Steam. Now, this has had me struggling to justify, but I believe it's happened. That why, can't, why am I okay with a massive Steam library? And, and the difference is, is actually quite obvious. Steam isn't tied to a platform. Steam is Steam. It's like buying game uh, movies from Amazon or music from Apple or whatever. Steam don't, you know, Valve don't care what machine I run that on. I mean, it, they're, they're Windows games that they're selling. So, you know, through no fault or intention of Valve's, it has to be Windows. I mean, heck, you, you can't accuse them of that. They, they invented it. They, they did their own operating system so that you didn't have to use Windows. I, you know, that's one thing you absolutely can't get at Valve for is making you use Windows. Um, but it, it, those games continue to exist. They are there whether I get a new PC and they've been there for nine years. I've been I've had a Steam account for nine years and all those games are still there. And they don't show any sign of going anywhere. It's It feels like it's a completely different state of affairs. There is also the this, this situation that if I wanted to buy all these games for the PC in a physical version, I'd be hard-pressed to find a way to do that. You know, most games just don't come out physically for the PC. There, there isn't even a, 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 a optical media drive 
on my computer. There's no way of getting information into it other than memory stick, uh, internet, or typing it in. You know, that's just... It felt really weird building a computer with no media player whatsoever. You know, the last time I built a PC, a floppy disk drive went in it. I'm just saying. But I'm okay with Steam, and I'm okay building up a massive Steam library. So really, what's the difference between that and my Switch? Really? Well, I've already said I should listen to my own self sometimes. The Switch is a portable platform, and it is my Switch. That, And when the Switch stops being the Switch, there's no more games. Whereas PCs are always PCs. I'd be interested to hear from you guys. What What do you do? How do you... Am I, am I just mental about this? Is is this just part of my obsession? This, this little intricacies of what system should things be bought on? And should that be a collection? And should it be physical or digital? Does it matter? All of this stuff just preys on my mind. I mean, just to give you a little insight into what it's like being me. It's all in there. And you know what? It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's games or not, because it was happening when I, when it was vaping. You know, that was all this stuff. It just plays round and round and round and round. And this is why I don't sleep at night. But I think I'm going to buy more digital games. That That's a long way to get to where I've eventually arrived at. I do understand that. Uh, but nevertheless, here we are. But yeah, anyway, these... these uh, Limited run games things turned out to be pretty nice, actually. This, this is a very gorgeous uh, case with wonderful uh, cover art and that sort of thing. There is a great little instruction book printed inside, which I do enjoy. I, I really miss opening up boxes from games to see what's inside. And there actually being something apart from just a little cartridge. Um, and, and don't forget, you know, switch cartridge, switch cases are as big as they are purely to just make them handleable. I, I, I don't know what percentage of the inside is taken up by the volume of that cartridge, but I'd be surprised if it's double figures. It's so, so small. Um, and I, I paid well over the odds for these games just to get them on a cartridge. Is that just insane? It feels like it is. Feels not right. Like you should actually just not care about these things. And almost like there's also this other thing inside me that says, yeah, but caring about these things, that's what makes me a gamer and you just a normal person. That's got to be part of it. Because, you know, being a gamer is, is all I am. That's it. That's my identity. It's, fuck, you know, just don't get caught up in one thing, boys and girls. Don't, don't do that. Do something interesting. Not that games are interesting. I'm just. You see, this is a rambling thing. I'm going to cut this segment off here and go to another one. But digital games. Answer my questions, people. Am I mad? Feel free to just go on my Facebook and write. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I understand. So in asking for feedback about the show, I think I mentioned this yesterday, that uh, some of you had, had asked about 
where will content be replicated and, and will there be a YouTube video of this bit or is it a SoundCloud thing or is it a blog post or whatever? And the truth is I don't know and haven't decided any of that yet. What I can tell you is that the review I'm about to do is entirely for this bit of podcast because I'm not making a video for this thing. Quite frankly, some things just aren't worth the bother. Um, and that's the crew too. So I'm, I'm going to kind of just riff it through this. This, this, I'll try and be funny in appropriate points and that sort of thing. But anyway, I, uh, I, I want to start with a little story. It, it's not really a story at all because that has a beginning, a middle, and an end, and goes somewhere. This is just some facts that you don't know. When I was a student back in uh, Wakefield in sort of two thousand and one, two thousand two, uh, down the road from our house, there was a bar just out just outside of Wakefield city center and it was called the O2 bar and we just thought it was kind of like a trendy bar and it kind of was but they had this weird machine in the corner and what they were trying to sell was oxygen uh not in place of drinks but as well as drinks so you could go and chill out in the bar and have a drink and they had a there was a takeaway next door which which did to this day some of the best uh bacon cheeseburger takeaway burgers i've ever had but that, that, that's beside the point they were selling oxygen and it was you could pick your flavor of oxygen and just sit in the corner with this oxygen mask on breathing lemon flavored air or whatever and it might come as no surprise that shortly after that, that machine disappeared and the O2 bar was merely a bar. And then uh, shortly after that, I believe the takeaway caught fire and burned the whole place to the fucking ground. But that's, you know, that's a, a separate issue. Now, the Crew 2 feels like the gaming equivalent of flavoured air. There's There's something that seems sort of fancy about it, like this is a thing and then you try it and it's not and and that's that's what it is so the the crew too first of all i thought this was sort of a a, a team a, um, online multiplayer co-op heist game that's payday too i thought that's what this was something like that like you've got your crew you do a heist no the crew is i don't know and it's racing okay um there might be some sort of story involved, but if there is, it's very thin on the ground, to say the least. There's something about getting social media followers, and that's really all you're trying to do. Everything you do results in more followers, and that's the goal, just to get lots of followers. And as you unlock, uh, sorry, as you get more followers, you unlock various different events that are pretty much all the same. Um, it is by far the best looking game that I have run on this computer so far. Perhaps why it came as a freebie with the, the graphics card. Because, uh, you know, I didn't pay for this. I didn't buy it. It was a freebie with a thing. Uh, I am dismayed to discover that it's a forty nine ninety nine game. I will tell you this. It is absolutely not worth that. Ever. Um... Definitely sale area, 
you know, below 20 quid. Not full price. Not 49.99 for this game. No, no, absolutely not. There's not enough game there. There is car racing on the street. Car racing, sorry, and off-road car racing. There is plane racing and I think boats, but I haven't got to boats yet. Everything is pretty much the same thing, just in a different type of vehicle. And all the events are pretty much the same thing. It's usually just a finish in the top three and you have a go at it and you finish in the top three and you just move on. And then the next thing's finish in the top three here and you do that and it just it it gets very boring very dull very quick and there's there's nothing to link all these disparate parts you're not in a tournament or a competition it's not like a career mode in an f1 game or something like that it's just in in a very ubisoft way here are some things dotted about and you can do them and it, it's kind of a game that seems designed to just play until you're bored with it there's no actual end or goal or anything like that there's just play it until you're sick of doing the thing that you do in this game and i've got very little time for that i'm i'm already sick of doing the things that you do in that game as gorgeous as it looks honestly the graphics are phenomenal it's almost like playing a movie but a very dull repetitive movie with no particular story or likable characters it it doesn't help that it doesn't quite run right still on the PC. There are a couple of bugs. You have to have Steam turned off entirely. It can't be sort of in the system tray on your, your, your computer because it screws up the controller. I, I don't know why that is, but it it is something. I assume, though, that that can be patched out and fixed, and that's not going to be a problem if you're playing it on the PS4 or Xbox One. It's just not worth the money. It it's just not. It's it's so dull. You can't even sort of. There's no progression of any discernible kind. Um, you know, in Gran Turismo, you compete in events and win prize money and use that money to to enhance your car and buy upgrades and compete in bigger events, etc. It, it's it's not that much more in depth a system in Gran Turismo than it is in in the Crew Two, but at least in Gran Turismo, there's some sort of choice. There is a progression. There's some goals to aim for, and that sort of thing. You know, it kind of is also a play it till you get bored thing, but for it's it's much better while you're doing that. Um, in in the Crew Two, you don't buy upgrades for your car; they're almost loot boxes. To be honest, at least you don't pay for them yet. Um, so you, you'll complete you'll complete an event, and you'll just get given parts. Like here's three random parts. Are they things you needed? Like, I don't know. What ha- what was wrong with the whole idea of you have a car? There's a garage. There's parts you can buy. I kind of like all that. You know, I'm not a massive petrol head. I couldn't name you lots of manufacturers of car parts, but I really like Gran Turismo and all those things that are in it. I still have yet to play the new one uh, or the current one, which is moving higher up my list now that I've played the crew too. And it's kind of put me in the mood for a game of that type that is actually good. 
uh, and I, I, I would like to play something on the PC. I've kind of been looking at the Forza games, um, and I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to come down in price or something. They're very expensive. And so I've, I haven't jumped on anything yet, but I, I would like something like that. I've heard bad things about Project Cars 2. Uh, but the crew too, just... It's not that I have nothing good to say. If you want to show off your graphics card, it's great for that. And And it doesn't seem to play particularly badly, uh, but the handling of vehicles isn't all that responsive. It's not that great. Um, all I can stress with it really is in no way is it worth full price. In no way is it worth full price. Um, it, it's If you're playing on a console, there are definitely better games. There are If you've got a PS4 and you haven't played Gran Turismo Sport yet, probably try that first. Um you know, and there's a couple of others. Try the Forza games on the Xbox One or or the PC. I I kind of would like to, because I, I'm up for the the graphics, the look, the feel, the speed, all of that. It's wonderful what can be done now. When I when I think of my dad and I getting excited over the graphics of the game Continental Circus when they showed up in uh, Amstrad Action back in the day, that was a sort of F1 game, the Continental Circus of Formula One. Uh, you know, you look at it now, it looks like ass. You can barely tell. Is that supposed to be a car? I don't know. And, and now it's like, it's like playing TV. But the game is shit. I, I don't know. I'm So don't buy it, honestly. It's, uh, even if you want to play an Ubisoft game, there are better Ubisoft games. And this is a sequel. I, you know, probably avoid the first one. There's nothing I've seen in it that makes me think, oh, I wonder where the first one, how it got to here or anything. There's nothing. Just, just avoid. The Grid series is apparently quite good, I think. That's another one. Codemasters do some fantastic driving games because they've just always done driving games. So better off looking at what they're doing if you want that sort of thing, I think. I'm going to start looking around and seeing what I can get my hands on kind of want a wheel uh, but that's that's to come later we'll see if I can find a good driving game I want to get obsessed with first uh, but it's not going to be the crew too it's it's really not I see they're pushing it hard in game they had a whole wall of crew too all still there please as much as I love game keep their stock of the crew too very high because you'll re- you'll regret it Honestly. Bye-bye. And so ends our broadcast day for Wednesday. I uh, hope I didn't bore you too much with my ramblings. I'm recording this at 6.27 on Wednesday night. So by the time you hear this, we're probably playing sports ball. Uh, good luck to country at sports ball uh, with that one. I think it's actually going to be on in this house for the first time in this competition because why not? Hey, what if we win the World Cup? What if that happened? Well, nothing really changes. We've just won the World Cup. I don't know. Do you get to 
do they come here next i don't don't know how it never mind so thank you for listening everybody if you want to get in touch with me about anything and chat the shit we can do that that's uh, i've got a facebook page i've got a twitter page that i don't really look at or follow although i might have to tweet some more things about timings and stuff uh, follow me on twitch at tech support rich all these things are linked to on techsupportrich.com where you find all the videos and podcasts and soundcloud things and articles that i write and everything is on there and it's all tweeted and facebooked out and instagrammed i've been doing some igtv videos so look up for me on there uh and don't forget to retweet and repost all of these things when i put them out because it really helps uh show other people that i'm here and i kind of need that to happen because i'm only a quiet voice when i get louder you see you can help me with that so thank you right i'll be back on friday hopefully while i'll talk about some gaming stuff that happens between now and friday and probably the football whether we won or we lost i think we'll lose i don't know i'm just paranoid until next time people i'll see you later bye bye <laughs>